Hello, welcome to the sociopath and the empath. I'm Arya. And I'm Emily. And this is gonna be episode 14. Yeah. So, today I'm going to share a couple of quotes I found from the book that I've been trying to read a little bit more. Uh, we mentioned this in an earlier episode. It's called Confessions of a Sociopath. Uh, I can't remember who wrote it, but uh, good book. Um, So I'm going to go over a couple things I read in that just about sociopaths and kind of how this author believes that her condition was uh, structured. She says uh, in this first one, I learned a lot from my parents. I learned to limit the emotional effect that other people could have on me. I learned to be self-sufficient. They taught me that love is exceedingly unreliable, and so I have never relied on it. So. So about that. Um, when you said you rely on yourself, what does that mean? Well, like... To me, like, the entire quote just reflects people showing you unreliable, like, being unreliable to you, and that's how I've always felt that my parents were, because, like, my dad would always promise all this stuff, like, I'll get you that, I'll get you this, we'll do that someday, and whatever, and then these things would never happen, and as a child, that's kind of, that's kind of, uh not really traumatic, but it affects you when your parents promise you things, you know, where they're actually saying, I promise we'll do this, and then it never happens, and you just kind of stop relying on that to be true, um, so you realize that the only person you can really trust is yourself, you can't really rely, you can't rely on other people, so therefore you just rely on yourself, because you know you can't really trust everything that they say. Now, when you say about love, like, you can rely on love, why can't you rely Why can't you rely on love? Well, even if people <coughs> love you, they can still make empty promises and still let you down and fail you, even if they love you. So, love does not make somebody reliable. So, you connect the both, okay. Yeah. Hmm. See, self-efficient, does that mean that you get these things, or... Well, if you're being self-sufficient, you don't need, like, you wouldn't really need anybody else to get, or to get whatever you need, you know? Like, you don't, it's again just with the self-reliance, relying on yourself, not really relying on others so that you open yourself up to being let down. If you if you keep getting let down, what happens to the sociopath? Well, it just makes you fall deeper into a state of numbness and hating people and not trusting them uh, and just distancing yourself from them mentally and emotionally. You with you? That happened to me a long time ago. I learned that you can't trust people, and then <coughs> as you get older, you realize more and more that you can't trust people try to see the good in people and you realize that's not how it is you know you trust me well yeah it takes a while to build though i'm a person not an animal well i'm here legally (laughs) you can still even i don't know 
You can still trust somebody without totally, totally having to rely on them. But the two kind of go together, so it's tough. Do you think that's happening in your life right now? What do you mean? What you just said. About... Um, about relying on people and love because they let you down and then when the sociopath keeps split, keeps relying on people and they get hurt um well yeah I don't really try to rely on people for anything and if I have to even if it's somebody that I'm close with then I usually always have a backup plan so that I can cover for it if I have to because I don't always trust like, I just, it's just hard for me to put full trust in somebody else. Mm. So. Okay. Next. Alright, so. The next one. I'm playing therapist right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do this. So, this one's kind of long. But it says, In particular, my parents' erratic emotional lives taught me that I couldn't depend on anyone to protect me. Rather than looking to other people for stability, I learned to depend on myself because interaction with other people is inevitable. I inevitably learned manipulation, particularly how to direct and misdirect people's attention to achieve my desired outcomes. For instance, my experiences taught me that it was useless to appeal to people's love or sense of duty, so I appealed to other more salient emotions like fear or people's own desperate desire to be loved. Fear. How? What do you mean, how? You said that you would kill people's fear. Well, just like, things that they're scared of, like, if someone's scared, if you were working with someone and you know that they're kind of scared that they're gonna get fired or something, and you want them to do something so you don't have to, like, say you're supposed to clean the fucking bathroom or something, <laughs> and you're like, hey, I think that you can make yourself look better, so that you don't get fired if you if you clean the bathroom instead. And then they'll be like, oh yeah, this seems like a good idea. <laughs> That's just a really basic example of that. But uh, it's just using things that you know people are scared of to get them to do stuff. Okay, what's fear one the other one? The other one was uh, people's desperate desire to be loved. So you will use, so if somebody's in love with you, you will use them? Uh, well, it doesn't just apply to relationship-type love, it's any type of love, like, it could be between friends or family members or, uh, <coughs> or, or in a relationship, <coughs> but, uh, like, you can, people want to be, like, cared for and put above others, so, like, I don't know, if you tell them... Like, God, I'm trying to think of a good example for this. <clears throat> so, like, if you have a friend that's, like, feeling really down, and you decide to, like, try to be there for them, um, like, that's kind of manipulating them to trust you more, and, um... They'll, be, they'll remember that. They'll be like, oh yeah, this person helped me, so they really care about me, so I can do things for this person, because they care about me. And, like, 
I guess that's one way you could do it in, like, a friend situation, like, in terms of, like, a relationship uh, with a partner or with a family member. Uh, like, if it's your, if it's your mom or something and you're, like, uh, you could, oh yeah, and then you could be, like, if they don't let you go to a fucking, like, if you're younger and they don't let you go to a fucking party or something, and then you're, like, I hate you, blah, 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 that's kind of manipulation because you're appealing to their sense of love and they don't want to feel not loved by you, so then that's why parents turn around and they're, like, okay, maybe you can go if you're home by this time. And that's how you get that outcome, because you you make them scared that you're not, like, loving them as much as before. And there's so many, so many examples of this and ways that you can manipulate people that way. My parents didn't bend when I told my I hated them. Well, some don't, but, like... They literally told me, okay, that's great, like, you were adopted, we'll take you fucking back. I was like, <laughs> I was like oh my god, and then they start being really mean, I was like, I'm just kidding, no, Or, like, in a relationship, <laughs> in a, like, in a relationship, like, even, like, your last one, um... Oh, there's so much manipulation! <laughs> like, you when, know? when she'd be like, oh, like come home because yeah come home because of this or because of that like whatever you shouldn't be out right now that's that's making you like it's guilt tripping you but it's also like making you nervous about or if she's like oh i'm gonna break up with you if you don't come back that's manipulating you based on love so just like things like that but there's so many ways to do it Go back to the. Go back to it. Read the top again. Um. (coughs) (coughs) My parents' erratic emotional lives taught me I couldn't depend on anyone to protect me. Protect. What? Why does it say protect? Um. Well, in her situation, her parents would like drop her and her siblings off at the park and leave them there they'd drive away while the kids would play at the park and they just didn't act like parents really in her situation um so she she learned that she couldn't depend on them she couldn't rely on them to protect her because they didn't care they still loved her in their own way but they were horrible at being parents oh my god this literally brings me back to my childhood it was like people I used to hang out with, their parents were, like, never home. Right. And these, and these, like, literally, these, like, this family had 25 kids. Oh, what? Not joking. How? A lot of them were twins. Oh, okay. A lot of them were twins. Wow. And so I was, like, sitting there, and I, and I always wondered, like, why would they, would, like, when they walked together, they would all walk together. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a gang. Right. I mean, they're all, like, different ages. A lot of them would be, like, mothering, like, the other children and everything else like that. But, like, um, they would, like, like, one of them would be, like, super mean. Um, let's, let's call him, let's call him Joel. Joel would be, like, super, super mean, and if you hit on his sister, he would literally, like, grab her and hold her, and hold her like a boyfriend. And say, like, no, like, nobody's fucking touching Sally today. Wow. And I'd be like, what the fuck? 
Like, dude, relax. Like, it's your fucking sister. Right. But they would all, like, gang up together. If, like, so that's kind of like, ugh. Yeah, I can see that. How that's kind of similar. For me, like, I kind of learned not to. (laughs) I kind of learned not to learn to rely on them to protect me because just, like,. I was so used to getting yelled at and having them yell at me to the point where I would run away. Were you physically abused? Um, not that I remember, but it was like, it was every inch up to that point without crossing that line. Cause they'd like throw shit <coughs> and just scream and I, I could hear them like hitting each other. Um... So, like, that was, yeah, like, that has an effect. So, when people, like, grab things, like, really fast, like, does that affect you in some way? Yeah, like, if people are slamming, that's why it bothers me so much about where I live, because I can't deal, I can't deal with people, like, slamming around dishes and just, (laughs) like, stomping around and being loud as fuck for no reason and screaming, like, I don't care if you're just screaming at the dogs, like, it's still screaming. I'm waking up to screaming and yelling and dishes being slammed around, doors being slammed, oh stomping my God, around. Is your child? Yeah, so I can't. Oh it makes God, me have anxiety so... attacks when I wake up. See, like, do you find that funny? That should say funny. Yeah, that's hilarious. No. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Do you find that funny how, like, people who are, like, abused literally find situations that they're in that's the same fucking situation that they were in before? And do you want to know why? Why? Because we're so used to it, we're comfortable in it. Mm-hmm. We're addicted to that pain. Yeah, it makes sense. That's fucked up. <laughs> it is, for sure. <laughs> <coughs> That's all I got. Oh. Hmm. There's no more? I thought you said there was three. No, I said there was a couple. I said two. I'll see. I'll see if I can find more when I'm reading again. But that book is called Confessions of a Sociopath. You guys could probably check that out. It's I'm only in the first 25% of the book and it's already pretty interesting. Some good insight and it's all pr- really accurate, I could say that. Um, Do you feel like other sociopaths have been beaten? Well, yeah, it's possible, but it's also possible that they aren't. And I thought it was interesting in the book it says it's a combination of nature and nurture that creates the type of sociopath because you do have to have some type of, like, they believe you do have some type of genetic disposition that is prone to it but like you just have to like those genes have to be activated at some point otherwise they'll just be dormant well like yeah it has to be like nurturing nature because the thing is it's like i went through but there's a lot of arguments that say it's just nurture like your environment that you're in that's not true because the thing is it's like well i thought that up until i read that psychopaths have to have that in their genes but sociopaths don't that's a created thing you're not born a sociopath no you're not 
Well, that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh. Well, like, the thing is, like, like, but... Your genes alone can't make you a sociopath. No, I know that. Sociopaths are made. They're not born. Right. Psychopaths are born. Sociopaths are made. Right. Narcissists are made. The psychopath comes in it because they activate something in their brain that has sociopathics in them because of how they were raised. Well, yeah. And I'm just saying, like... That's why sociopaths and narcissists are very similar. The book is saying that sociopaths are a combination of genes and your environment. Which I thought was really interesting. Um, Because, like, you do have to have the genes that can be activated, but... Like, I don't know, but... And then it depends on your environment, too. And it talked about feral children and how... Oh. Like, yeah, that oh. was just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know. It's that book definitely I hear gets about you thinking. Children. Well, they were just talking about the brain development and stuff. Like, if you don't make those connections in your brain within the first like six years of your life or whatever, then you miss out on that. You can never get that back, even though you ha- you are predisposed to that gene and you have it. Like, it's not activated, so what's, it never will be. What's a feral gene? There's not feral genes. Feral is the environment that you live in. Okay. So, tell them what is a feral, like, child. Just someone that's been socially isolated for an extreme amount of time. Like, they found this girl living in a closet in her own poop and pee and everything. And she was six years old, but she had the mental capacity of, like, a three-year-old. Um, and she was wearing a diaper that was old as fuck, and (laughs) the cop picked her up and put her over his shoulder to get her out of there, and her diaper was leaking on his uniform, and, uh, there was, like, three other people that had to leave, and they just went outside and cried after seeing that, because she had no social skills or anything. So, because she'd she'd been socially isolated for six years of her life, which was the first 85% of her brain being developed. And so she missed all those connections, so now she's never going to be the same as she could have been. She's, they said she's not mentally handicapped in any way, but she behaves as if she is. Because she missed out on making those connections. So they're saying, like, the sociopath thing is a gene and you have to have made that connection at some point when you were a child in order for it to show later. Like, it's kind of- it's interesting how they explain it. I'm not doing an awesome job of all the details, but... Because how empaths are made. Because empaths, they just have a lot of resilience in them to the point that... What like basically what empaths have in their brain is that they must live. They have this thing that they will live. They will get what they want. It's not they're gonna, not gonna use people, but they will like do what needs to be necessary. Yeah. And it's kind of like it's like a judgment. Like you go down people in your lives, and you already know who is not gonna make it, but you want to believe it. But the thing is, you already know. So, 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 impasse. What they do is they just like, so, like they will literally pick at people and see what's up in them, 
and whatever comes out they'll like research it and they'll like analyze them to the point where they're like okay if this person goes i don't care if this person says anything about me i don't care i'm gonna have empathy for them but i am going to take care of myself and like one thing about the empath that's scary that i've noticed is that once you've crossed an empath they know what you're gonna do they know what you're gonna say they know everything about you they might not react because they're not just only afraid of you but they're also they they don't want the outcome to be horrible for both sides so it's like a justice thing like it's justice you just take that we'll be fine um See, like, in my situation, I was beaten. I was emotionally drained. I was, like, all these things. And I still, like, made a life that I never thought I could... I knew I could be better in life and get things that I want. And I'm gonna work harder to get those things. But I just, like... I just, like, saw it as, like... Well, that's just a chapter trying to move on. It's weird. It's really weird. Yeah. Like, I remember, remember, like, oh, well, if I'm on the streets, I know where to go. I know what to do. I know who to talk to. I know who and what and what to get. Like, it was, like, in my head of, like, a plan. Mm-hmm. Now, like, in every situation... That's like I'm like dude like like you told me a couple of times like oh you just you're just getting paranoid like no I overthink to protect myself. You are paranoid a lot though. You worry about stuff that's totally irrational sometimes. Sometimes, but I also know the connection that it's going to make. Like at work when you sent that email out, I knew it was going to happen. Is that like that like? Oh, fuck, I don't have the thing. Let's call him... Cornelius. Cornelius was going to get pissed. That's the first thing that came in my head. Cornelius, because it's a C. I can't <laughs> take you seriously. <laughs> Cornelius was... His name is Colin. Colin? Oh, yeah, that's right. Colin. Colin would get mad and then, like, figure out, like, either a way to get rid of you or he would find a way to like make you see where you're she's at. not doing shit yeah now <laughs> now back then i got him in trouble final <coughs> which was my goal so that worked out fine and you were saying i was gonna get fired for it What's like you're story? allowed to go up the chain of command you're allowed to that's the whole point of the open door policy That didn't make sense. Forget the open door policy. <laughs> but that's the point you of the, that's the, well, that's I meant to say that's, that's the point of the chain of command policy, not the open door policy. <clears throat> I'm just saying that he can make your life a living hell. And he has connections as he deals with all these powerful people. He can't do whatever he wants. I'm not saying he can do whatever he wants, but but like So he can't he can't. I'm not scared of him. He has no reason to do anything to me. I'm not, I've done nothing wrong. Oh, he hates you. That's fine. Oh, he hates you, Keith. So it's not like you. 
That was perfectly fine. Even though me and you are friends, he literally like still talks to me like normal because he's just like, well, Emily has literally um, nothing the same as Arya. Yeah. Ugh. Impressions of a sociopath. What would be another question? Do you, do you feel sociopaths? Do you feel like they like the drama of their lives? No. I personally do not like drama. I cut people off if they're too much drama. I don't believe it. No. What are you talking about? I don't think- Well, look at mine. Look at my life. It's drama. Yeah, yours is. I don't have, like, a shit ton of drama because I don't deal with it. You hang out with other people. You talk people have drama. No, so I don't listen to their drama. What? I think you do. I just- I think- I think social If I can, if I listen to stuff that can give me important information over them, then I'll listen. But if I don't think I can get anything out of it, I important won't information. get out of it. Hmm. Like if people are telling you personal stuff that could be used against them in the future, then you listen to that shit. I guess it's true. What happens if person doesn't care? What do you mean? I've always said this to you, like, I say things, <coughs> if it gets out, it gets out, I don't care. Oh, oh. It's easier to live life that way. Because then you well, not have nothing everyone does to that, though. If you show an interest, <coughs> people will talk. If you show any interest, people will talk to you. Well, yeah, it's like a drama. Because they're desperate to fucking get their shit out in the open. They want to fucking talk about it. I don't know why, but... Barely even have to say anything, and they'll tell you everything about themselves. Which I'm not very interested in that, but if I can get information about you, then I'll listen. You feel like you should have been friends with Colin? <laughs> I can't deal with him. I can't. It's so hard for me to pretend to like people that I don't. I just like when I, when people give me information, I analyze it, and then I'm like, okay, they're doing this because of this. And usually, people who come to me and tell me about their lives, I already know what's going on because I just analyze it so much. I'm like, eh, they saw that coming. Yeah. So for you, you get information and you use it. For me, I already know the information. And I, and I, I mean, I could use it to, like, I could use it to the point where it could benefit me. But then I just feel like I'm not getting the person as they are, so why use it? Yeah. Because it's in its fake to me, does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I don't really care about that. You don't care if people are fake? No, I don't care if I'm fake. 
Let's see what that is. Okay. He's so cute. <laughs> She's showing me cat pictures. Kitty. <laughs> Weird. I don't know why people tattoo their eyes. That's pretty not smart. I don't know. If you're into that, good for you. But <laughs> I feel like that would just limit job options. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we can probably end this here because we're clearly running out of things to say. We are. Uh, I'm not going to try to explain all of the Facebook things you're showing me now. So... Thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Instagram at sociopath underscore empath. Let us know if you have anything you want us to talk about. You can DM us on our Instagram or you can send in voice messages to this page on Anchor and you will be featured in the podcast. Yeah. So do that. We'll see you guys next time. Good night.